and we are live back at it again back at it again it's your boy ross kamara coming back to you live with another episode of the ava comedian podcast we out here we are currently live on Billio, so you're gonna hear me talking to different random people what's going on joey joey jesus christ jesus christ what's up joey are you in tennessee joey <laughs> <laughs> Joy did not like my my Joy did not like my energy. She uh she got right after those two brothers got hit, he said no more gang music being played on the radio. Explain to me something. Everybody watch everybody watching me right now. Why? What you listening to? What you listening to? Uh oh, Chef Key? Is that is that Chef G? Nah, 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 nah. That's K Block. That's K Block. Yo, can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? All right. Do you think? Do you think uh, the current state of hip hop? Uh, do you think we should blame the the, the, the rappers in the nineties and in the two thousand for for basically distributing seventy percent lies and then thirty percent truth? I feel like back in the nineties, they most of it was a bunch of lies, and nowadays the younger kids, I think they're more about it than the older rappers, and I think the older rappers are hypocritical, you know. In the sense of like they don't, you know what I'm trying to say? I, I, I feel like I feel like the older rappers more more business wise. That makes sense. Now they're business wise. Now they're business wise, but like what I'm trying to say is this: like if you if you look at the flow right now, they're releasing a lot of motherfuckers that been in jail for like 20, 15, 30, 20 years. They came in, they went into jail back when they were like eighteen. And they got out when they're 45, right? When you come out like that, when you come out like that, uh, you technically don't know shit. You you come in at 18, you come out as, as a night 20-year-old. Because your mentality is not there. You get what I'm trying to say? You get what I'm trying to say? They releasing a bunch of demons from from jail, bro, and the kids gotta survive. You a demon yourself? Talking to a demon just now. Finally caught you again. Keep coming with us. Dope content. Salute, King. 
Appreciate you, family. Thank you. I need everybody, because the numbers is dropping now. They're playing. They're pulling people off the lot. We just had a 1,000 people in the building in less than 10 minutes. Now they just dropped it down to two people in the building. Everybody. Y'all see what's going on right now, right? They tweaking. What up? Shout out to Prince Samir. Shout out to Prince Samir. Y'all see what time what it up, is? What up, Sauce Walker? You like Sauce Walker? Y'all see what time it is. They are doing everything in their power to Fuck knock up, this live down. We got the internet on fire. They throwing shots. You know what we used to have back in the days when dudes used to have the illegal cable boxes? They throwing shots. They throwing blanks. They doing everything to crash this live. It's too late. We the hottest on the internet right now. Y'all get to see right now how they purposely savage, uh, sabotage my numbers. I'm laughing. I ain't never seen them do my live this bad already. The hate is real, but the love is fake. We got a thousand people in the building. Share this live if you rocking with me. Share it. It's too many people coming in the building. Right now, I promise you, we probably got 10,000 people watching, but they only going to show us 1,100. Right now, we got the internet on fire. Everybody's watching. They not going to give me my true numbers, man. They not. We on fire over here. What up, bro? What's going on, we OG? What's going on, OG? Oh, shit. I see, I see the Bronx when I... I know the Bronx when I see it. I know the Bronx when I see it. Yo, you in the BX? You in the BX? What up, nice? Oh, snap. I grew up in the Bronx. I'm, I'm in California now, but... Boricua? Boricua? Yes. Oh, I'm Colombian. Say Colombiano. Oh, okay. Right, since, since I got you in the line, actually, I could talk about you about this topic. Can I ask you a question? Oh, shit. What's up, Jeff? Damn. What up, bro? You look like my father. Like, that ass. Like, my father looks like you. Like, he, he built like a big dude. How's your day been? Where you at? You in school? Oh, uh, salute, salute. I'm, I'm also in California, but I'm from New York myself. Um, question, since you I feel like you're a little bit older than me, what is your opinion on the fact that the 80s, 90s, and early 2000 rap, rappers in the state of, like, hip-hop, feel like back in the days they used to distribute 80% lies and 20% truth, like, a lot of the rappers from back in the days, they were rapping about things that other people did, you know, compared to nowadays, it's kind of like, it's kind of flip. Nowadays, these kids, these 14-year-olds, they grew up with an iPhone 6. So all they know is being surveilled. You know, like everywhere they go, there's a camera, right? So I feel like nowadays, like the 40, 50-year-olds love to blame the youth, but it's like it becomes the same cycle because you guys were the ones portraying sex trafficking, drug dealing, and all of those things. Now the kids are kind of better at it. 
And I'm from New York. Chicago is everywhere. There's a Chicago in New York. There's a Chicago right now in California. You saw when when Drake the ruler when um it first started with um Slim 400. Slim 400 got killed, and then it becomes a cycle. Then it goes Drake the ruler. Drake the ruler gets killed. Get guess what? The street is old, another body. So it becomes this like like hip hop is a blood sport. Do you think hip hop is a blood sport? Resolution in which way, if you don't mind me asking? Self destruct or or just like you can die in anything. Hip hop has a message. But don't you think that the energy you put in is kinda of like the energy like if you're talking about death, don't you think death comes to you faster? Makes sense. Not if you're trying to like, put that karma out on people to be negative. If you're a positive person, it's okay, come back to the positive. But that's another problem. I mean, that's also like, because like, it's easy to blame the youth, but also it goes back to like the the labels. Because the labels also are the ones pushing that, that type of mentality, you know? It's not out of J. Cole's in this world. JC, thank you for sponsoring this war, family. And anybody else that I might have missed out on, Emmanuel, they really playing with your numbers. Wow, keep going, Haas. We see it. We see it, Illuminati Kwame. We know y'all calling everybody. We see it, FBI. We know y'all playing. I'm shaking the internet. You want to tell me people ain't listening? Let me tell you something, man. That young boy Nas Blicky. Let me show you how much I'm affecting people. That young boy, Nas Blicky. His father, his stepfather made a statement saying that Nas Blicky, the young boy that was shot in his back and his legs, they, they, they initially said he was shot in his head. Rain Bean, what up fam? They initially said he was shot in the head. That young boy, stepfather, made a, 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 a statement basically saying that Nas Blicky is changing his stage name and he's changing the lyrics that's coming out of his mouth. You think they wasn't listening to me? Oh, yeah, I'm taking credit. They heard my video. They heard what I had to say. You can't be on demon time and expect the angels to protect you. But my whole thing is, to everybody that's watching, why did it take a white DJ to decide to put his foot down and say no more drill music with gang members is dissing other gang members by name on a, on a platform. Why? So you mean to tell me we got groups called Black Lives Matter and celebrities that come out for orchestrated protests, but they won't come out when our young black boys is out there killing each other to say 
Stop the violence. Self-destruction. You're headed for self to Huh? They won't do that. Right? Then you got these raggedy. And let me say this to all the little homies. All the crips, the bloods, the woes, the chose, the young boys. Y'all are our soldiers. Y'all are our children. But them old heads, them old raggedy heads, the old bloods, the ones that's on social media, on YouTube in the dirty section. How Michael Jackson say? All I really want to say is they don't really care about. Do you agree? Do you, do you agree with his statement? The fact that, like, are you there, bro? You there, bro? Yeah, man. Oh, you playing video games? Do you think yes, the sir. you think the older rappers are the reason to blame for the current state of hip hop? Like how like rappers just keep dying. Like I think more rappers are dying than the ones being becoming billion, millionaires. So you think the form the nineties rappers are to blame? I mean, I really can't say nothing because, you know, I like music, you know, like like maybe like I can't say whatever, but I like every type of music. Classic, All right, you're probably, you're probably, you're probably not, you're probably not as, as, as interested as probably like I am, but in reality, like, I'm from New York. In the last three days, five rappers have been killed, one after another. So, That's crazy. but then you have the privilege to just, you know, go to your bit again. Nigga, I feel like I'm talking nonsense. about us they don't care about you hey they got a stage they got a platform where they actually watching all you but you all you young boys they watching y'all slaughtering each other and y'all and they're about to watch y'all go to the penitentiary by the boatloads and shackles and chains the same shackles and chains they was in they know what it feels like and they won't even open up your eyes they're too busy trying to dethrone the king of this shit i always feel like Somebody's watching me. They won't give me no privacy. If I say something on the internet and I make a and I make a video addressing anything and I put it up on the internet, I don't need you do to tell everybody what I said. I got the bigger platform. They hurt me. They hurt what I said. I mean what I say. I stand by what I say. Since when you gang niggas become parrot? What up, bro? <laughs> What's so funny? I'm just looking at your name. Oh, bad, bad, bad. What you up to, bro? Is there a, is there a, what's the name of that? Are you in the South? No, I'm in Vegas. Jeez. I see a lot of people from Chicago move to Vegas. Like, last time I went there, I met, like, mad people from Chicago. Yeah, I was, I was born in Chicago, but, like. Oh, you see? I had a good guess. Like, I feel like they just direct, like, I, what, lately, like, this is interesting. I was like looking at a, I was reading an article about how like um, Vegas police, like they open a, a, a police unit because they kind of like, 
Like, in a sense, Vegas is mafia, if you keep it 100. Vegas is technically the mafia. I mean, in and out. Like, so, it's like, I think it's very strategic that, like, Cuss County is kind of spreading. Like, low-key, if you want to keep it 100. My bad, give me one second. If you want to keep it 100, Chicago's everywhere, bro. Like Chicago is like a like a fucking yes. like a cat. Not I'm not trying to say a cancer in a bad way, but it was like a cancer that was in the middle and kind of spread because I'm noticing now with like the fact that drill is. I'm from New York, so drill is very active in New York. In a way that like, bro, in the last three days, five rappers have died. Like one got popped on Monday, then on like then like the op. Made a made a post about ha ha this nigga got clapped and he like got signed the next day and then he got clapped and then some other nigga that had nothing to do with it decided Jeffrey G's decided to make a song then he got popped and then some other nigga did a song for him and he got popped two hours ago they shot another nigga so it's like you get what I'm trying to say? Oh, uh, uh, New York. Yeah, and you, that that happened in, in um in Brooklyn they killed. They killed. They killed T dot T dot Wu. He's basically Pop Smoke's best friend. They called. They shot Nas Blicky. They shot him in the bag and they shot him in the leg. So he he changed his name. Like he's saying, I ain't rapping about that shit no more. Freddie G's and the other two niggas are on. Like they just trying to get some clout. But what I'm trying to say is this. Like I feel like now it's kind of like the drill scene is everywhere, and I feel like drill is technically murder music. Like hip hop has been. Hip hop has become a, a blood sport, kind of like you know when you used to watch. You ever watched the movie Gladiator? Yeah. You know how like there was a moment in Gladiator that it was like this and that. It wasn't no like you won the fight. It was like not nah, like I homie won. Do you want him killed? Like we want blood. Like the people, like the whole arena was like we want blood. That's what. That's what the fans are. That's what the fans are. That's what the fans are. Oh, you're not going to slide? Like, you know, when, when people go to Vaughn, like, uh, uh, Lil Dirk, and be like, yo, you're not going to slide for Vaughn? All that shit that Vaughn talk, you know? But is it smart for Lil Dirk to do anything? Hell no. The FBI, the DEA, everybody got a, a microphone in his eyes, in his, you know, in every move. But at the same time, the fans become that blood sport. Like, yo. Like, you can't rap about it and not be about it type of thing, you know? Like, Pooh Shiesty. I remember when Pooh Shiesty first came out with a Back in Blood. I used to be like, why this nigga, like, this nigga look like a good kid. Like, he didn't have no tattoos, no nat no nothing. Like, I, I remember a month after he got popping, he got the, the tattoo in his, in his eyebrow, right? And little by little, his bust started to kind of, like, die down, you know? Then he, then he, then he shoot the the guard. Bro, his shit spiked up like six hundred percent. So it's like, you get what I'm trying to say? Like you, you were kind of pushing this artist to do that. A lot of these artists are getting signed right after they get a, a felony charge. I mean, I think the thing is, don't get into true rap. Get into like a different, different genre. But that's the shit that's popping, bro. That's the shit that's selling. So how you gonna like if you if you rapping about some square stuff, ain't nobody gonna support you, bro. So that's the other problem that like the youth is forced because like 
You be like, hold on, so I, if I if I shoot this nigga, I could just get a million? Just like that? And you gotta understand also young kids they don't know what's they don't know what a felony is gonna do to them in 10, 5 years, you know? They, their brain is still developing. You also have like right now they're releasing a lot of people from jail, right? Now, let's say you go to jail at the age of twenty two in 2004 2002 right you come out in 2013 in 2022 right that's 10 20 years when you went to jail at 18 you come in now as a 20 year old in the mind because you spent 20 years stuck you don't know how to use an iphone you don't know how to pay with a credit card you don't know how to you know shit that is regular for us now you have to adapt to a whole different world that you haven't seen. Like, you know what I'm trying to say? Blockbuster's done. Like, last time you, you went to watch a movie, you went to Blockbuster. Now it's not, you get what I'm trying to say? So, in reality, not even. It's not even a 20-year-old. It's a 9-year-old because I, bro, I gave my phone to my, my nephew. This nigga know how to do everything. Download, upload, you know, tick-tock, tock, tock. Little kids are savvies. Meanwhile, you coming into society that you're like, the only thing you know how to do is this. Pull a trigger. So so then so then you have a, that's what it really is. It's a lot of OGs and they don't like that the youth the kids are making money through YouTube. But the old the old heads you don't see the old heads getting killed. You don't see 42 year olds getting shot. You don't get you don't see 50 year olds getting shot. All you see here is 18 year olds, young kids getting shot. The old guys, they just want to relax, calm down, you know, probably live off the reality. Yo, I'm an OG, da 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 I used to do this, I used to... What you doing now, though? Because when you get older, you don't have a lot of fight in you. You know, it's not it's not the same. Now you want to politic and all that shit, da 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 So I think that's the real problem. They got to, like, they got to get rid of a lot of all this... All this. They're releasing a lot of demons from jail, bro. Like, let's, let's keep it 100, like... They're releasing... Huh? What can you do to stop it? Um, I'll say bringing legislations in which, like, bringing trade schools, because that's the difference between the 70s and the 80s, that at least babe, uh, baby boomers, at least, like, high school supposed to be programmed like this. Like, if you go out of America, most people go to school until 11th grade. They don't go to 12th. Because 12 was supposed to be, like, your college year, right? 12 is, like, an intermediate year. So, like, you're supposed to, like, let's say you do high school 1 to 11, right? Your 12th grade is your deciding year. Certain people want to go to college. Certain people could probably just do one year of plumbing school. A plumber makes 70000 a year. Some people could do construction. Some people could do barber school while going to school. So, when they graduate, guess what? I have the option to have a certificate that I could use for... A job that I could pay for my rent, da, 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 you know, I don't have to, you know, go sell, hustle and whatever. But they took that away from the system. So now you have to go through McDonald's. Now you got to go through Amazon. Now you got, you know, and so that's not an option. That's not an option. So I think that's that's, well, that's what they got to bring back. They got to occupy a lot of this kid's um, mind. Um, I think also the way, the way, um, our parents never take accountability to to the, the the type of trauma they put on us. Like, yes, our parents are our parents, but technically, a lot of times, yeah, bro, it just be a lot of responsible fathers, a lot of responsible mothers 
with the pandemic, you saw it. There were people that, like, first week of the pandemic, it was cool, right? After two weeks, they wanted the kid out of the house. Why? Because they don't know what the kid is learning in school, you know? You're sending the kids to the school to stare at another computer when you could. Like, if we're a real community, if you, like, let's say you're a community and there's seven sisters, sisters and cousins and, like, friends, right? We all live in the same building, right? Now, COVID comes and the school tells you, hey, man, you could do all the work from school. The smart idea is to say, you know what? I'm going to take the curriculum that the school gives me, right? And out of all seven of us, one of us is going to become the teacher. Shit, the school pays me for being the teacher if I want to, you know? And that's the thing about it. That's how Jewish people do their shit. Yo, for Jewish people, the kid goes goes to um, church school from like 5 to 19. Because he needs to learn how to read the Torah. He needs to learn how to... Do learn how to speak Hebrew. He needs to, you know, from the little. They don't even allow them to go to our public school. So I think that's 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 what we gotta do. We gotta be more pragmatic and more community. And I think certain cities have it. Like I feel like Atlanta's kind of has that type of thing. Obviously, Atlanta has a lot of crimes, but at the same time, they working within. You know, like they do a lot of networks and all that shit. But. In reality, a lot of black people don't support black people. A lot of black people see an image of themselves and they hate themselves. You know, like I, like the other day I was I'm, I just moved to California, right? And I was walking my dog, bro. And I'm, I, I like to analyze shit, right? So I see homie, he's coming out of like out of a ten, right? He has a ten in the sidewalk, da 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 da, and I see like a white couple walk through. He was mad nice. I noticed that he moved the 10. Oh, my bad. I'm on the way. He said good morning. Da, 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 right? I do the same exact thing. Walk in the sidewalk. Hey, yo, I never seen you. Where you from? Da, 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 throwing signs. Da, 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 da. So I go to him. Yo, how come when you saw them, you said hi. You was polite. You even gave them, the, you know, you even, you even gave them more space because they were about to go on the, on the, on the street. But as soon as you see me, you have to, like, be tribal. You have to show your, you know? I, I think I was wearing a blue shirt. He was, like, like blood. So he was basically very territorial. So he was very humble. He was like, oh, my bad, bro. I ain't mean like that. I just, you know, how it be over here. Da, 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 da. But it's just that mentality. Like, you see somebody that look like you, and instead of being like, yo, what up, bro? But you don't have the same, but you don't have the same energy. For people that don't look like you, you know? You see a Mexican, you're going to respect that Mexican lady. So that's what I'm trying to say. Like, we see our image and we tend to always be derogatory. Like, for example, I'm an immigrant, right? I grew up in New York. And when you go to school and you come from another country, let's say if you come from Africa or from Nigeria and your, and your auntie bought you some paler shoes, you don't know what's good or bad. You don't know what Jordan is. You don't know what Gucci is. You don't know what nothing is. You just know that you just came from a poor-ass place that niggas used to be barefoot, and now you got some sneakers on, right? You happy, you go to school, and as soon as you go to school, guess what? That's when the bullying and the division starts because then, let's say, the black kids that are from here, instead of saying, yo, that dude is different, that dude speaks four languages, like I always met a lot of Haitians in school, right? I, I fuck with Haitians because uh, you meet a Haitian and I think Haitians are very smart. Like, 
they'll talk Spanish, they will know their own language, Patois, they will know Eng English, and they will know French, right? But sometimes out of like insecurities, instead of being like, yo, that dude mad smart, the first thing we say is, damn, look at his sneakers, yo, he got polo assassin, oh snap, like, uh, you an immigrant, you came off the boat. Trying to always, trying to always undermine, even though somebody that's just blacker than you, probably has more melanin than you, you know. Yeah. And it creates that stigma of like the immigrant feeling like they're better than black people. Cause you see, you, I have a lot of Nigerian homies, bro. Ten years ago, they were like, "Yo, I'm gonna be a doctor." Fast forward to now, bro. Seven out of six are doctors. I'm like, damn, y'all niggas are for real. <laughs> like. It's like some niggas that I used to wash dishes with. Now they're doctors. And I'm like, oh shit, this nigga. He's disciplined. They're very disciplined on the way. So I think that's also the problem that like within black people, there's so many categories of black people. And I think within us, we have the keys to kind of help each other. But I think it's the opposite that happens. It's more like, like the Caribbean people, they will always feel like they're better than black people. But then black people will feel like Kind of like by adding so many other groups of black people, like I say, if I'm gonna take their reparations type of thing. Like you don't, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like certain niggas think that like by me claiming black is like I'm taking their reparations, I'm taking their space. You know? Not really. Not really. You know? But it just be like that. So I think the solution is that try to be more pragmatic. Um, a better solution is also. I feel I have a nonprofit that I'm. It's called New York Afro Latinos Immigrant Society. So I do a lot of advocacy for like undocumented youth. And in the last five years, I've been doing a lot of comedy. So I used to have a program that I, I wanted to, to put in place in which I wanted to work with like at youth, at, um, at risk youth kids, you know, like kids that are in like um, in, um, juvenile detention. Da -da 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 -da. So and instead of like doing the regular stuff, just taking them to a third world country for like two months, you know, they could probably do a, a study abroad program, do like a nonprofit over there, like for two months to get to see like real poverty, you know, get to see like, you know, the like, don't get me wrong, the project is messed up. But I remember this quote by, by, by um, Akon, he was talking about how when he first came from Senegal, and they moved from Senegal to the projects. He thought he was rich. Like he was telling his homies in Senegal, like, I'm rich. Because it was a different. He's like, yo, bro, I used to live in a hut. Meanwhile, we got air conditioner. We got heater. We got, you know? I didn't know what, I, I thought I was good. I'm not trying to say that black people don't have it bad. Because um, we look at Chicago, I noticed that the reason why Old Block is so, um, is the way it is, is because... They closed down the buildings, like the previous buildings, and then like old block, basically people got scattered. So the kids basically had to go to a different school. Now you're in a different zone. Now you have to kind of fight back to like, you know, to kind of like, kind of protect yourself. That's also how gangs start. So I'm sorry, I'm kind of went in a ramble, but what do you do if you don't mind me asking? What do you do? What am I doing right now? No, like you're an artist, you you what do you do content wise? Oh, um, as of right now, I I I'm into like fashion modeling. So Interesting. Just, so you're Virgil Abloh? Like, say again. 
you're on your like you're you modeling yourself or you're like a designer which which side oh i like um right now i'm like a freelance model so i just i'm independent like i model for certain brands like clothing brands got you i just um i make money off that how um that's what's up so you decided to move to vegas to like entrepreneurship mostly Oh, sorry. That's that's awesome. Thank you for for your serving. I currently live in San Diego, so there's a lot of military over here. I was, yeah, I was stationed out in California. Gotcha. Then your volume went off. Oh, I hear you. That's what's, that's 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 different though. That's what's up though. That's what's up. Like I've been. My thing is, I did a lot of politics, early in my twenties and like late late teens. So I was I was a canvas uh, uh like uh. I was working in politics. I was working for the mayor. I was working in like for the Democrats. I worked in legislations. I stopped at frisk. I worked on like uh, immigration reform, like the Dream Act. So, I've been on it when it comes to political work, but the last five years I've been doing a lot of comedy because what I found about politics is that I'm good at public speaking. I'm good at distributing information, right? Mostly me being an immigrant, I could always kind of like see things and as a third person, you know? So, but if you look at my, my three top heroes, Garvey, Malcolm, and King, they either end up dead, broke, or in jail. Literally, like that's that's the ending of being a, like a revolutionary in, in in America. Or like to actually give give props to Chicago. Um, what's the name of the, the guy that got killed on his on the twenty on December fourth? Fred Hampton. Fred Hampton, twenty one year old, running for mayor of Chicago. He got killed like a dog, naked in front of his mom. You know. That's how they be doing in America to, to activists. They be killing activists, keep it 100. So that's not a healthy position also. The only time we as black men are are technically the, how do you call it? The We the star when we're dead. Like if you look at Trayvon Martin, he's dead. Eric Garner, he's dead. So they do all this parades, all this like protest, but the contest is always us dead. Doesn't work, doesn't have any, you get what I'm trying to say? Like, it doesn't have any, it's technically like, it's kind of sick, low key. So I, I got away from activism and all that, because a lot of them, they're just gear grifters. A lot of them just, they're just ambulance chase chasers, you know? They just see a murder and they're just trying to see a come up. So like, but I focus more on legislations, because like, like for example, just, just now, the infrastructure bill just passed through. I know that shit sounds boring and all, but the infrastructure bill is a great thing because um, if you look at how America builds things, most of the things that are built are kind of racist, if you keep it 100. Like, for example, I'll give you three three examples. Um, this uh, Central Park in New York, you ever heard of Central Park? All right. Um, I-95 in Miami, the I-95 highway, and the World Trade Center. I'll give you three things about that. All right. 
back in the 70s when they were building the World Trade Center, right? Black people back then were saying, yo, you can't build the World Trade Center because that's an African burial. There's a funeral there's a funeral home, there's a cemetery. That, that, like, that land was basically a black tribe land, right? Like Manhattan, back in the days. So they were telling people, like, yo, the city ignored it. The city basically lied and said that they scanned it and they didn't find anything. And they built the building. Fast forward to 40 years later, 50 years later, when the World Trade Center gets demolished and gets, you know, attacked, we find African bureaus under that land. Basically, there were black people under that land before America was America. Before slaves came, there was already, that just shows you there's already black people here no matter what. Go to Central Park. Central Park used to have an, a, a location that used to be called Seneca Village, right? Seneca Village was an old black village. That's why, for example, when the, the treaty that the city had was, we're going to build a park. The park was from the purpose of what? This uh, uh, taking land from black people. Because if you look at Central Park, the closest thing to Central Park is what? Harlem. That's what black people... Like, black people are not there just because they're there. No, that's the, that's the little portion of land that they ended up with, you know? And then the other one, um, I think, what did I mention? I mentioned the Warcher Center. This thing, and all that I'm kind of like losing my train of thought. Um, yeah, uh, fuck. What was the other one that I said? I said, um, kind of lost my train of thought. I lost, I lost the other one because I was trying to say the War Trade Center, Central Park. Oh, and I-95. I'll give you another one. I-95 in, in, in Florida. When, yeah, Miami. So if you go to Miami, there's a neighborhood... There are neighborhoods that are called Overground, Overtown, Little Haiti, uh, fuck, what's it, uh, Opaloka. They're basically in the middle of Miami, right? When they build the highway, to, since that community was basically like flourishing, you know, they were, they were having business, da 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 da. The way you kill that neighborhood is, you know how it is? By building a highway in the middle of it. Because now, let's say back in the days before the highway, the white people were forced to stop at a gas station, to go at a, at a, you know, go to the store, go and, and spend some money, like, even when they don't want to. Hey, man, I'm thirsty. I'm spending some money on black business because I'm passing through here. But when you create a highway that basically goes through the black neighborhoods, those people have the facility to say, ah, I live over there, fuck this niggas, and just drive through it. Now you kill the economy. Now, let's say this part of the neighborhood is abandoned and it's mostly warehouses, and then now you're forcing the population to move to one area because one area has um, supermarkets and all of that. The other area doesn't have anything. It has liquor stores. It has a uh, 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 Chinese store. It has you know food that is going to kill you. And then on top of that, you create, uh, the asthma levels went up 600%. So kids that never had asthma before, now you, you're you driving cars in and out, 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 in and out. And then 40, 30 years later, we find out, like, you know how they find out a lot of people were dying of cancer? Remember how back in the days we used to have the tooth, the, 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 the toll booth? Like when you used to pay the, not the ticket, but you pay like, you take the highway and you pay the, you know, the highway fare, right? Yeah. 
they started noticing that like the booth people kept dying at 52 53 51 like they didn't pass 60 they died of like smoke inhalation so every time you stop your car that person was smelling that 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 gas that's why now we have ec pay we have you know they, they got rid of that shit because every time a car stopped they were fake they were basically smelling all those fumes so that goes back to like infrastructure the way they build shit like a lot of times you see homeless people and a lot of the homeless are black people not everybody but you see a lot of black people and being homeless and they end up being under the highway that's technically land they took from niggas bro that's a, that's a lot of part of American history that they make it seem like it's 300 years ago, but it's one human away from it, bro. Like, there's probably a motherfucker that's living right now that would live through that, you know? So that's the thing, too. Like, they they love to dis, dislocate niggas. They love to, like, I think, like, black people sometimes are immigrants within their own country. Because if you, if you go back to, like, a lot of the people that ended up in Chicago, New York, Detroit... They all come from the south. But when you move to another city, the north was not... Like in the south, you had a, a big house. In New York and Chicago, they give, you a, they give you an apartment in the fourth floor. And they'll tell you, yo, you own that apartment, right? But let's say, God forbid, one day there's an earthquake and that building falls. You technically own air, my nigga. You own air up there. Cause the, when the building's gone, you own air. You you own nothing. Compared to land, you know, land is different. You could, hey, bro, let me get some rabbits. I'm hungry. You know, like, take one rabbit with two rabbits. Now you have a farm of rabbits. Now you have meat to cook if you want to. Like, I went to Florida. Um, I lived in Florida last year, and I was looking at a, There's a place in San Lucie. It's why people live crazy, bro. It's why people will have the house which be so big, bro. Like the front of the house is like it's like a hundred like half, like fifty yards. It's basically like the front of the yard is just this part of the house. Then you have the house. And then behind the house they have like uh some people have cows, some people have like like horses, some people have like chickens. And when I was driving to that neighborhood it was amazing, bro, because one neighbor selling peaches, the other one selling eggs, the other one is selling you know? You don't have to go to fucking Whole Foods. Your food doesn't have to come injected with like, you know, like a lot of the strawberries we get, they come from Chile, South America. By the time it gets here, they be, they have to put mad shit into that thing because it doesn't come natural. So like, that's the aspect. Like, yo, some white communities, they have it. Some like Jewish communities, they have it. All we got to do is adapt somebody else's blueprint. We don't got to build the blueprint. The blueprint is there, bro. But then is the fact that like you also gotta look at the symbolisms. Like you know Elon Musk? Yeah. Alright, so Elon Musk he's the Tesla, the Tesla guy, right? He also created PayPal. He got he got rich because he created PayPal back in like twenty years ago, fifteen years ago. So let's say this, I'm gonna kill the word African American, right? Because like let's say three examples. You you was born here, right? So you're African American. You're 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 an American citizen born in this soil that has African ancestry. You, we could say, right? You have melanin. You have African ancestry. We could say. Now, 
let's say me. I was born in Colombia, South America, right? So America's a continent. So we already put it in perspective that I'm American because I was born in the continent of America. And I'm also an American citizen now the last two years. So I'm also an American twice, right? I also have African ancestry because like my colonizers were not uh, British, but mine were Spanish. It was the same thing, right? Now, Elon Musk, for example, he's born in Africa, South Africa. He's an American citizen. He could also be an African-American because technically he's from Africa. He's an American citizen. What I'm trying to get to this is this. It makes no sense for me to call you African-American when your ancestors have been here for 400 fucking years grinding, building the railroads, building the White House, building the roads, building, like literally, giving you hip-hop, giving you jazz, giving you any type of culture. The only thing that America exports in the last 300 years is basically weapons and, and culture. And it's basically black culture. The reason why most people love Americans is be, because of the creations of black people. So, so, but then let's say Donald Trump, right? His mother was born in Nazi Germany, right? She comes to America in the 60s. He, she gives birth to him. And as soon as he's born, we say he's an American citizen. We don't say he's German-American. We don't say he's European-American. Right away, you know, just one generation away, he's American. And I think that's those are the problems because African is there as a purpose to make a nigga feel like, yo, we brought you from somewhere else, right? Remember how I told you about how, like, Seneca Village was already there? There's already people of melanin on this side. Shit, they find out that the first black person in London looked like you. And you should have seen the white people like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, so we've been everywhere. It's just that the name was different. Nowadays, they call us black. Back then, it was Negro. Then there was a time that they used to be called Moors. There was a time that you used to be called, you know, like like in the, in the, in the Bible, they were called Nubians. So... So, but the thing is, history is told by the winner. The winner is not gonna tell you everything. They got, they, they might sugarcoat shit. They might tell you, "Hey, man, you guys were dying out of hunger in Africa," when in reality, Cleopatra was drilled with, with fucking, with so much gold that when Julius Caesar and like Michael, Mike, um, Mark Anthony saw her, it was like, "Damn, who the hell is this?" So, that's the real problem. Like, indoctrination. Um, luckily we have this mediums. We have, you know, back in the days, um, you ever heard of the story of, uh, Emmett Thiel? Emmett Thiel? Emmett Thiel? Yeah, the kid from, Miss, the, yeah. I think he was from Chicago, and his mother sent him to Mississippi, and there was allegations that he whistled at a white woman. 60 yeah. years later, when she was in her deathbed, she confessed that she never did that, but... He was, first he was beaten, then they drowned him, then they burned him. They basically disconfigured his body. And the, yeah, I see. Right, so the way his mom got the attention was by putting his, his, his face, his fucked up face, 
plaster in the New York Times. So that's how graphic it had to be back in the days. That like, like black people basically started waking up like in Philadelphia, like yo, they doing that shit to y'all? Oh shit! And then in Arkansas, in Texas, like, and that's how little by little it was like. But nowadays, I feel like we have the communication ways, and we're not monetizing it well. I think some kids are learning now how to monetize it well, but I think like we're not monetizing it well. We're actually like we're building up billion dollar companies. Like for example, this app. If you look at this app right now, most of the people that are getting it popping is just black people. Watch this app get like pretty popping, like like it happened with Clubhouse. Clubhouse is started because Joe Button used to be there. Right now, it's controlled by the white masses, but it first started with black people. TikTok first started with black dances. Now, the biggest TikToker makes twenty-seven million dollars a year. Meanwhile, like. The, the biggest black uh, 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 TikToker is making like like mostly like two, 2.1 million. So a lot of times we don't, I don't know, bro. I don't know. There's a lot of people that are so loud too. You know, like I experienced it with like when Jay-Z wanted to build the, the Barclays Center, like black people in Brooklyn didn't want a stadium because they felt like the city was, gonna, the, the neighborhood was going to change. And then JC came in with like, oh, we're, I'm I'm part owner. He technically owned like one percent of one percent, and like he lied. You know, he he bamboozled people. When they built the, the stadium, we found out that he owns one percent of one percent. Uh, this Brooklyn changed. They basically brought gentrification. The prices of the of the of the houses went all the way up. So now the rent went from one thousand to like fifteen hundred. You know, also like if I'm a landlord, I'd rather rent to like a college student that he might graduate in four years and move on. Then if I rent to a Puerto Rican or to a black person, like they might not let me know when grandma died and they'll just move in. <laughs> grandma been dead for like 10 years. Niggas is still living in, in that spot. 